Hey everyone, welcome and thanks for listening to our first ever podcast. I'm Tiffany. And I'm Brittany. And this is Moxie, Moxie, the the podcast. podcast. The bald, the beautiful, and and all our BS. Here we will talk about all things hair related, things we wish we would have known sooner, done differently, or wish we can change in the beauty industry. You get to know us on a more personal level and hear about all the latest details about Moxie and our day-to-day lives. Hey y'all. Hello. And welcome to our first podcast. So we wanted to just talk about why we started this podcast. Um, And for us, it's just not really about making more content to attract clients into the salon. It's about telling our stories, showing the world what we do every day, the back ends of our businesses, allow people into our lives to get to know us better. Um, You know, I heard a quote the other day and it said, don't create content, document the journey. And I think that's exactly what we want to do with this podcast. Yeah, just kind of give y'all a glimpse into our everyday lives at the salon and our everyday lives at home. So, yeah, so things to expect from our podcast is exactly that. So what we have going on daily, um, our goals, what's happening in the salon, uh, we started an extension line, so details about that. And just like like we said before, just get to know us a little better. So I guess we'll start with how Moxie came about and the uh, origin story of that. Um, so for me, you know, I'm, if for those of y'all who don't know, Brittany and I are sisters, so I'm older than her. So um, I started doing hair um, a year out of high school. So I went to a beauty school and then I started at a salon in Thibodeau um, and I went into that job basically telling the owner that I would eventually own my own business. Thankfully, she was accepting of that and helped guide me and gave me a great start um, and a solid base to make me gain confidence and help grow my business into kind of where I felt comfortable, you know, to move forward. Um... I kind of just like along the road soaked everything up and worked as much as I could and I built my business basically doing weddings so at that time um you know we were at the age where our our friends were getting married so I was the (laughs) the hairdresser that just kind of like did everyone's hair and um that's kind of how I started and it grew into something that I could no longer do by myself so that's kind of where you came in Yeah, I was still in high school. I didn't even go to beauty school yet. And um, I would skip school on Fridays a lot to go do makeup, bootlegging makeup on... Not licensed. Yeah, not licensed on Fridays and Saturdays to help do weddings, which at that time, weddings weren't like... It wasn't like a big thing to get like your hairdresser to come to a venue or like... No, at the time, I mean, it was 2006 and that really wasn't a big, large business like it is Mm -mm, today. So nobody was really hiring people out. You just kind of either did it yourself at that time. Or you went to a salon. Or you just went to your hairdresser and like they just like did you an updo. Yeah. So yeah, after high school, I went into beauty school and um, I guess like from seeing... The money we made for weddings and just the journey of doing weddings, I really enjoyed it. And I figured out, like, I did not want to go to college and I went to beauty school. So when I finished beauty school, I actually started at the same salon Tiffany was at. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and then we kind of built from there. Like, we started TB Hair. Yeah, so from there, we <clears throat> continued with weddings. And, um, you know, we were always blonding specialists. We always did a lot of highlights and color and things like that. But in addition to that, we just branded ourselves as wedding stylists. So we kind of um, kind of wanted to, like, set ourselves apart from the other people. Yeah, no one in our area was doing that at that time. Correct. So we wanted to brand ourselves as our own people instead of branding our salon we were, you know, we were at. So we created what we called TB Hair. So it was basically, like, our brand, our name, and we created a bridal contract and we just held ourselves to a higher standard than the other professionals in our area so that way the brides knew what to expect from us and we knew what to expect from them everything was laid out very organized and just very very professional and just like higher end we wanted to create that like higher end experience bridal experience that really wasn't a thing at the time it like just then that was what 20 11, 2012, that I started doing hair and mm-hmm. we started all that. That was just starting to become a thing that, like, you would go on site for weddings and, right. you know, it was getting more popular around that time. Right. So we just kind of grew in that way and just continued to kind of do our things and just, like, we, we kept taking our career seriously and, and ourselves serious in this career. Like, it was never just a secondary income or it was never something that we just, like, we do this on the side, it's fun. You know, we always created it and thought of our business as an actual business. So then came the opportunity to open our own salon. So we heard of a place called Bronze Salon. At that time, we didn't have no, like, inkling of a thought that we were going to open a salon that soon, I don't think. No. No, it was always a goal of mine, but at that time that this opportunity came about, I had just left my husband. So I was married at the time. I had a two-year-old child, um, special needs child, and was just going through life and, like, in the thick of it and just, like, dealing with a lot of things that I never dealt with before. So, you know, this opportunity just kind of happened. It was a local tanning salon called Bronze Salon. So it was a sunless tanning salon. Um, It came available, and we had no interest in owning a tanning salon no but like basically the only way for us to get into that building which the building would have been it was perfect for us just us to the get into the building we had to buy bronze salon correct so um we purchased a tanning salon um with zero money so like i said i was going through a divorce and like really in no headspace to be doing any of this so um, Brittany actually stepped in and decided to be a partner with me. So at that point, she refinanced her car to get enough money to yeah. purchase the building. And I had enough cash to kind of do the renovations. And with the help of our family, we were able to get in this building and renovate. So what we, you know, what we did was... Um, Within a weekend, we like knocked down two or three tanning rooms to do two stations and of course, we were moving into a pre-existing tanning salon, so we had to acknowledge all these tanning contracts they had. That's right. So our goal was we were gonna run the tanning salon for a year, and just kind of see how it went, and if it held its own, like we might shut it down, we might not. Just kind of see how it went. 
Yeah, so we were working between two salons. So, you know, any opportunity we had a break, we went into the tanning salon and helped that. We hired a couple mm -hmm. girls to kind of be there when we couldn't. And we just kind of like rushed through life. Yeah, in a weekend we added the two stations and then that's when we moved. Yeah, so we kind of allowed. So we ran the tanning salon for a while, going back and forth between the salons. We had those contracts with the customers that were pre-existing that yeah. came with the business that we had to honor those contracts. Yeah, so once we moved into what is now Salon Moxie, we kept the tanning salon, the tanning beds for like a year after we like honored what we had left. And then I guess whenever those were going to run out, we decided we were going to decide if we were going to keep the tanning beds or not. And ultimately, we decided to get rid of them and um, add a few more girls into the salon. Mm-hmm. So that was kind of what we did when we went into this. We really, we knew we wanted, the goal was to own our own business, but the it never went further than that. We really, you know, most people open businesses and they have this like five-year projection or like all of these goals and financial things they want to meet. And we didn't have any of that. We just like knew we were happy to be here and we worked really hard at what we were doing and we were just trying to stay focused. And just doing what we loved. And doing what we loved. Mm -hmm. It was really nothing further. It was just our space to be free and like come as you are and like do your thing and like have a setting where we were proud of basically mm -hmm. is kind of that and that's kind of where it ended we didn't really set out to like do anything more than just that yeah so then we ran as a four chair after the tannin salon closed down we ran as a four chair tannin uh, not a tannin salon a hair salon yeah and then it for just, a good while it just grew like business just flourished i think we were continual weddings we continued with weddings and just like I think the vibe and the culture we created organically we didn't try to no and I think it like I don't I think what we built hasn't has been very unexpected for us like it wasn't what we were trying to do we were just trying to have our own space exactly to do what we wanted to do exactly you know? yeah it was never the plan to like be this big salon and do all these things and it was never on our radar we just did what we loved and we were consistent and I think we pride ourselves on quality and customer service mm -hmm. and just being good at what we do, you know, and it's, it's holding yourself to a higher standard and trying to be better than what you were yesterday, basically. Yeah, so then I think we realized we were getting a little too big for our little salon on 308. Right, so backstory, it's a 900-square-foot building where we're f referring to. Yeah, tiny. But, um, so we had four girls, and then we started talking about growth, like, you know, growing and going somewhere new. Right, so from there, we, we found a building, um, and it was just, I signed a purchase agreement, and there was a lot of issues with the neighbor. We couldn't come to an agreement, and it was a lot of back and forth, and unfortunately i had to back down from that plan so in that time too we added a fifth stylist because we were thinking we were moving so you know we were thinking like okay let's hire this person that way when we move she has a chair we can grow her and just preparing for the move in that way where we were not moving into a new space with nobody to work so yeah we were then five, five people, people 
in a small space. In a four-chair salon. We had to add a station in the back. That's really not a station. It's, yeah. like, in the laundry room. Like, it's not comfortable. Like, it's in your feet whenever you shampoo in your hair right now. Yes. So, we are packed in there. And I had to back out of that deal. And then from there, I found a lot, an empty lot. And the idea was to build a salon because where we live, there was not a lot of real estate for sale. If there was real estate for sale, it was... For lease. For lease or small with no parking, if it was in our price range. Mm -hmm. Or it was completely perfect but out of the price range. So it was very, very difficult to find something that would fit our business model. And, you know, my thought process is if we're going to move, it's going to be worth it. Uh, we're not going to move into a space that we're going to outgrow in another five years. Mm -hmm. So that was kind of the thought process with there. So we decided to build a space and um, be able to customize it to what we needed and what we wanted that we could grow into. Right. So within the same week that I signed the, um, like I actually bought the lot. And closed on the lot. We closed on the lot and COVID happened. Mm -hmm. So we shut down immediately. And um, things were just really unknown. So we sat there for a while. We didn't know anything. I mean, our whole industry, our whole lives were turned upside down. I think everyone's lives were turned upside down. Nobody knew what to expect. We didn't, yeah, we didn't know how long we would be out of work and how long COVID would last and anything like that. So I just didn't make a move. We just focused on what we all had to focus on at that time. And Everyone was sitting home growing gardens. Yep. <laughs> That's what we did. We didn't do hair for sure. Um, and so, you know, I used that time wisely and focused on the things that I didn't have time for because I was busy working behind the chair. So during that time, we created a website. Um, that way we can keep up to date with our, yeah, our clients can keep up to date. We, we had our schedules on there, our menu, and just like, again, leveling up and showing ourselves in a different way than what we've done in the past. So I created the website. We um, joined the Show Your Roots Challenge on Instagram and encouraged all our clients to show their roots and not use box color at home we um created the website like i said we made we merch t-shirts yeah we made t-shirts hairbrushes, hairbrushes. Mm -hmm. yep and our clients just supported us and they wanted and to show up we were still selling products to out the porch of the salon you know right so we would do contact contactless yeah. delivery yeah basically and they would um purchase products and i think they you know i don't know if they really even wanted what we were selling i think they just wanted to support us yeah. honestly is kind of what happened um but i think during those times our business really grew a lot and we were able to help build clientele for our newest stylists and help them grow. Yeah, I think we were still present. You know, we were still present in everyone's lives with social media and even just like we showed up. Yeah, even just texting our clients like, "Hey, I'm thinking about you." And yep, we showed up and we supported them because everybody was like just trying to survive and yeah. you know go through this weird time. And we just like were there for support, even if, like you said, it was just to kind of talk and mm -hmm. like say hi and we thinking about you and we missed you. And I think people saw that too as like an opportunity to come see what we were about. So yeah. we, we did really grow in that, in that sense. 
And then, you know, as everybody knows, you know, materials and cost of everything started to rise at that time. So we started planning the building and building our, um, you know, our dream salon on this lot. And prices of everything went up. And I realized the amount of money it would take to build from scratch was just not anything that I could financially do alone. Um, So unfortunately, I had to sell the lot. And I just, like, really... I felt really defeated at that time. Yeah, because, I mean, the world shut down. Like, the dream was crushed, you know? Yeah, it was a lot of um, downward spiral at that time. Yeah. Um, you know, there was the weight of that, and it was just hard. And after years of fighting for something and constantly being knocked down, it just took a toll. Um, so from there, you know, I just kept searching for a building that was kind of already built where I wouldn't have the cost of building from scratch and that way we can kind of just like customize what we needed Mm -hmm. which after COVID we ended up with two more stylists yeah so we decided to hire assistants because we were kind of at a point where we were working schedules and yeah we couldn't all work at the same time at we couldn't work at the same time. We still had our large clientele, so we were trying to figure out a way to still take the same um, amount of clients in less time, in or less like in time. less days. So we hired two assistants. So they assisted the salon, and it allowed us to also train see, them on how we work. Train them how we work, but also see how we are in that role or how we would like to hire people for the future or anything like that yeah i think we learned a lot from um having the assistants and hiring those girls because now they're stylists they're not just assistants anymore right that's right so and then you know i eventually you know we sold a lot and we just sat for a while and just worked and did that and then i found an office building that i got really really excited about so from there, I put in an offer. We were very close to signing a purchase agreement and, you know, go forward. But then it was just this this issue with the property line and, like, the storage buildings that were behind the property. I feel like everything went wrong. Everything went wrong. There was, like, and issues. It kept going wrong. Issues on the street on right away it was just like one thing after another and then hurricane ida came and the building was sitting for a while and the water heater busted so then we had water damage in this in the space so it was just like a lot of wishy-washy issues that i felt like if it were meant to be then it wouldn't be this hard so i backed out of that so it was like another defeat and another letdown and it was just like a rough time to to have so many ups and downs and like it was an emotional roller coaster and then like also to have the weight because you know I'm the owner of the salon and I think it's not just about me it's about these other women that I work with and their lives and their families and any decision that I make moving forward is going to affect the team and Moxie wouldn't be what we are today without the people that work there you know um it's we are a family and you know it's it their their feelings are definitely taken into consideration with any decision I ever made so it was just a lot of I guess like thought or 
you know, what am I going to do? And I kept going back and forth on the decision because I felt like this is it. This was the only option. I have to make this work. And it was just like trouble after trouble to get to an agreement. And it was just like getting let down left after left. Yeah, let down. it was yeah. just like getting really, really difficult. So literally, we decided to, I decided to back out, and we were going to start from scratch again. And I think the stress was like, like, almost tensions were a little high at that point, because I mean, we were seven stylists in a five chair salon, yeah. trying to figure out a schedule and trying to like work around each other where we all can, you know, work. Yeah, and I still can't believe that everyone stuck it out and just decided to like stick by me and know that there's better coming and know and see the big picture in a way that they'll put up with a lot of suck to get the reward i mean it's been a year and a half since the hurricane and since like you pulled out of that deal and like we still trucking along still working that schedule you know and everybody's been so patient because i think i've very i've been very open about the whole thing and letting them you know letting the team know what is really going on behind the scenes and you know I think I've been very open and transparent about all details, the financials and everything too, where everybody knows. So there's nothing that's uncertain. So I think you can see the big picture when you know the whole story. Yeah. So then within that same, I guess, time frame, um, actually my dad was talking to a friend or our dad was talking to a friend and about the issues and what was going on and he told him of a building that was about to come for sale and it was a little bit more than I wanted to like get into but it was such a great opportunity that I literally couldn't pass it up so it was an old Bowen Alley building that 10,000 square foot was basically gutted everything was pulled out of it empty shell that's right so we would be able to um, build out however we would want. It would allow me space to grow and expand if we needed to grow where this is an opportunity to have our forever home. We had a parking lot. It was just like all, it checked off all the boxes. Yeah, it was, like awesome location, great parking, a lot of room. Yep, it was um, great. And, and the process to purchase it was pretty seamless yeah so that just told me that I was making the right decision and clearly everything happens for a reason and all of those things have guided me up to this point to be able to do this and you know I think that it just is crazy how timing works and how you put in these situations in these positions and it's just really like I guess how bad you want it and how bad you willing to fight for what you want Mm -hmm. um and I think you know and I think that's just kind of how it happened and I'm very thankful that it did happen the way it happened I mean it was a huge struggle the whole process I mean going through all of it it I mean it really took a toll on me and I'm just happy like to have climbed out and like doing much better now but you know I struggle a lot with I feel like during this whole thing, like my life also got turned upside down and I went through a messy breakup and I had another baby and it was a whole other thing. And just feeling like I wasn't worthy of anything good because I've had so much bad. So to be able to like actually see the fruits of your labor and like experience it means a lot. So it's not just building a new salon or it's not just 
growing my business and doing all these fun things. It's actually like truly enjoying the journey and just being thankful that you get to have this opportunity. I mean, I just, just everything finally working out and yeah. falling into place. That's right. And I mean, I struggle with self-esteem and believing that there's no room for me that, you know, I do a lot of self-sabotaging and, um, I think, you know, to be able to like gain some confidence from all of this and be able to, with the help of my dad, um, self-contract this huge project and have enough confidence to be in a room full of men who are in the construction business and be able to have a voice and and say things that I, people are actually listening to what I have to say and I'm, I'm adding value to the conversation and feeling confident enough to speak up and be heard and have a voice and go through this and just feel really good about me and myself and what I'm doing and and to be able to like talk about it because I know other women also have felt this too and for me you know being the owner of this salon is just more than someone's boss um, it's helping my team grow into stronger women it's helping them reach their financial goals it's showing them a way to hold themselves or carry themselves in a, in a higher standard and it's not just about doing good hair anymore um, you know my goal for my entire team is for everyone to be a six-figure stylist like that is my ultimate goal I want everyone to be the breadwinner of their family there's you know I think our industry is changing and I think we are talking up more as hairdressers in a way of being taken more seriously. You know, we are valued now, and I think COVID had a lot to do with that. Absolutely. I feel like not being able to get your hair done at that time and, like, not being able to have that, you know, time in the chair where you, like, venting, and, like, I think people don't realize, like, what we actually do. That's it's right. more than just doing hair. It's more than putting color on roots. It's a lot more. Yep, and I think people... T I think that was the start of the change in our industry. Mm -hmm. And I think stylists are feeling safer now to speak up and talk about things and, and help each other out where it's not just team me or team you. It's team. No, it's respecting everyone exactly. and, you know, raising everybody up, all the women up. That's right. So I think, you know, through it all, we're still here and we're still fighting and we're still pushing forward. And I'm really proud of all the things that we've accomplished up until this point and what we've been able to do and and show people and I think you know I think there's more a lot more to come and I don't think we're really done yet no absolutely not so what's happening now with the new salon is uh, we're just in the middle of the renovation um, we are hoping by the end of the year to be in there there's no real set date um, we're planning this like huge ass grand opening and it's going to be amazing and i'm so excited to like share all the details and i think we deserve it yes absolutely <laughs> i think all i think we deserve a big celebration yes after all the things it's been um it's been a lot and i think we're ready to see what what the dream to, to see the dream unfold i yeah. guess i should say so what's next with moxie um it's just the renovation, the move. I'm, I'm hoping to kind of move forward with the podcast and talk about 
all the fun things we have going on. We started the hair extension line that I didn't mention no. before. But so, you know, our plan with that and is to expand that line and host educational classes. I have a lot of um, huge goals with the extension line, and I, I really want to talk more about that. We can probably do a whole episode on just extension Yeah, because we've been watching and learning and researching and figuring out like our own way of doing things so yeah I think that's pretty exciting yep so that's definitely going to grow um and having a place to be able to showcase Mm -hmm. the extension line and give it the um you know the the place on the shelf where it deserves I guess um and having a beautiful space to be able to host classes and um you know we have goals with students and getting in uh, having a shadow program and an assistant program and all these things just to create this like change in our industry and help support the change and to make being a hairdresser not a secondary income and it doesn't have to be something you do on the side it is a real career and it's changing the mindset and changing the way we do business and operate business and the way we show up in our everyday lives so we have a lot of new ideas for the space and we can't really wait to take you along so we want to hear from you and what do you want us i mean we have a list already of topics we want to talk about we can't wait to get started and jump right in um you can expect a weekly episode is our goal yeah that's the goal is to record weekly just so we can keep everyone in the know of what's going on day-to-day week by week in our lives and yep but if there's anything any topics you want to know things you want to hear things you want us to bring up questions you have that you were always curious about you know anything life things I mean this isn't just going to be a hair related podcast we want to talk about our personal lives we have a lot to say so we want to know you know what do you want us to talk about also so that you know we can add that onto our agenda yep so, so thank you for listening we hope y'all enjoy it and yeah we want to hear your feedback what do yeah. you think we hope you look forward to hearing more bye sweetie love ya mean it